0: I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the podcaster who never stops talking. I am Dirtwing Duck. And you, good citizens, are listening to the St. Canard Files, a podcast all about me. (laughs) You lucky dogs. Uh, What are the
1: royalties on something like this anyway?
0: This is a really great podcast. Did I to tell you that? Welcome to the St. Cunard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. We're your hosts, Mike Russo and
1: Tiffany Silver Braun.
0: So what's been a week for all you guys has been about a month and a half for us. Um, <laughs> I'm sure everybody noticed that a few weeks ago we took a three-week break. Uh, we have never done that before. That was new. Uh, we've always been really good about getting episodes out every single Monday for almost three years now. And we we actually missed it almost a month. Um, I guess we should probably explain that. Um, everybody was fine. No one got sick or anything like that. Um, Will had gone to Disney World, I think it was late May. And while he was there, his MacBook crapped out on him. Oh. And... yeah and uh, since he hasn't been on the show but he still edits all of our stuff we couldn't do any new episodes because he couldn't get anything edited up so we had to wait and I felt bad for him because that took a lot longer than he was expecting it took forever for him to get his MacBook back yeah And, uh, and then he finally got it and then you know, we had a couple of episodes we had finished, so that brought us some more time. And uh, now here we are giving you uh, issue two of Joe Book's Darkwing Duck, part two of Orange is the New Purple. And it's good to talk to you again, Tiff. What's new?
1: Um, not a whole excite, not a lot of exciting stuff. Other- no. Um went to uh, Raging Waters up here <laughs> for um Arya's birthday.
0: <laughs> oh, cool. What's Raging Waters?
1: Oh, it's a like a water park water park theme park sort of thing. I forgot it's probably not everywhere. There's like four in California.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I'd never had heard of that. That sounds cool
1: though. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun.
0: Um. I mean, I've been, I wouldn't say, I guess I've been busy. Um, End of June, obviously, my kids graduated, which is always fun. It's always sad to see them go. (laughs) But um, it was the first time I've led a graduation. Uh, Normally, I was an assistant teacher. This year, I had been promoted, so I got to um, be in charge of graduation, which was fun. Um, we had our children sing, uh, the song, just one person. Is that anything you're familiar with? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Um, that's a song that's very, um, associated with the Muppets, even though it didn't start with them. Um, uh, most people know it because of them, because they sang that at Jim Henson's funeral. Aww. All of his colleagues got up and picked up one of their puppets and sang the song, um, You know, it goes, if just one person believes in you enough and strong enough, and it's a song that builds and builds.
1: I did watch that funeral.
0: Oh, God. Tell (laughs) me when Big Bird walks in and starts trying to sing Being Green, you don't cry. (laughs)
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So So, sad.
0: So that was nice. Uh, The kids did really well. And, you know, they moved on to the summer camp, so they're gone. I have a whole bunch of new kids. They're very young, but... You know, it's it's always nice to start a whole new year. Um, We didn't even get two weeks in, though, before most of our classes down for quarantine again. Hooray! COVID's still a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and during all of that stuff, my grandmother actually passed away. Um don't want to dwell on it because I don't want to be a downer, but yeah, that happened too. So my family came up from Florida. We had her wake in her funeral. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster the past few weeks. So we wouldn't have been able to record even if Will's MacBook was working. That's how crazy it's been, regardless. Yeah. And in the meantime, there really hasn't been any Darkwing Duck news. We're still waiting for something about this reboot. Yep. Um, no new merchandise, nothing going on with Darkwing. Um, the books that we've been talking about for years still haven't come out. And, um, apparently the, the next volume of the Fantagraphics, Fantagraphics, uh, Disney Afternoon Collection was pushed back to next year. <laughs> that was supposed to come out in June, or was it July? The one with blue on the cover?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: sure. That, That one got pushed all the way back to next year. So, I guess there's just something with Disney afternoon books. They never come out (laughs) on time. But, um, anything else you want to talk about? Any movies you've seen? Anything else going on? Any Uh, TV shows?
1: No really new movies. But, uh, yeah, I watched um, Stranger Things, which I really liked. It was good. And um, Umbrella Academy, which... Um, isn't quite as popular as Stranger Things, but it's awesome, and if you haven't seen it, you should watch it, and it's based on a comic book as well.
0: Is that streaming?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix.
0: Oh, okay. Book. You watch a lot of Netflix, it sounds like.
1: <laughs> I watch a lot of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a TV person.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward for the um, Bob's Burgers movie starts streaming this week on uh, Hulu. Nice. So it would be nice to see that again. I'll probably even buy the Blu-ray when it comes out, which would be like the first new movie I bought on Blu-ray. And I don't even know how long, probably pre-COVID. Yeah. Like, I mean, like brand new. I I've been—I I've bought Blu-rays and DVDs, but I haven't bought like a new Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. I think the last one might've been Frozen 2. Hmm. So it's been that long. Um, anyway... Uh, I guess we should start talking about the issue.
1: Um, I want to say one more thing about uh, James Caan's passing.
0: (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, he just passed away a couple of days ago, right?
1: Yeah. Go for it. Huh?
0: I said go for it.
1: No, I just, I think he's awesome. I, I posted about it. I did some tribute art and it's weird because within like the past few years i actually was watching more of his movies cuz i always really liked misery is one of my favorite like stephen king adaptation movies mhm and um yeah it's he's an awesome actor <laughs> i think he's one of those actors that like you kind of don't think about he's just always there and stuff but when you pay attention like he's actually really great <laughs> well
0: Rest in peace. I don't have too much of an opinion. I'm not too (laughs) familiar with a lot of his works. Um, But, you know, it's always sad when someone goes, especially someone who's been in a lot of movies.
1: Yeah. I think everyone at least has seen Elf.
0: (laughs) I've seen it. Not a big fan of it. I actually don't (laughs) quite get the appeal or the hype. So, you know, that's just my opinion. You don't have to come at me, anybody. But not a fan. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't like the uh, Ron Howard Grinch movie either. I mean, I can't stand that thing. <laughs> um, but people swear by it, so I don't know. What do I know?
1: I don't really... I'm not really a fan of that one either, but I would say it's it's probably the best one of the Dr. Seuss movies. Really? I guess. I mean, what the competition is what? Like, the Lorax and...
0: Larks wasn't terrible Horton wasn't I'd rather watch an animated one than a live action one the, yeah. gr- the, the cat in the hat was worse
1: <laughs> yeah the cat in the hat was the worst
0: <laughs> <laughs> the cat in the hat isn't a high bar to jump
1: <laughs> <laughs> um is that it was there any other Dr. Seuss uh,
0: and the most recent one was the Grinch
1: Oh, that other one. Yeah. So that one wasn't that great either. It was just boring.
0: Yeah, honestly, I would put probably Lorax or Horton toward the top. And for me, at least, the first Grinch and Cat the Hat down toward the bottom.
1: The most amusing thing about the Lorax is the creepy Wunceler fandom.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's the internet for you. <laughs> you can roll 34 or anything, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um... As far as I'm concerned, the best animated Seuss adaptions are the Chuck Jones Grinch oh, and yeah. the Bob Clampett Horton Looney Tunes Short. Yeah. Those, I think, are Beautiful. the best.
1: I love the anime. And there was also a Ralph Bakshi Butter Battle book, which is...
0: Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that one.
1: It's pretty It's pretty good. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the the Cat in the Hat, what was it called? That's, it was, like, a special where it was, like, his story and then the Sneetches... And the Zacks, I think. Well, they did
0: a lot of them in the 70s.
1: Yeah. I (laughs) like those animated ones. They're great.
0: I think it was like the DePatty Freeling group. The guys who did Pink Panther did those, didn't they? I think it was those guys.
1: Oh, and the Halloween is Grinch Night, which I guess it got changed to Halloween is Grinch Night. It was originally just It's Grinch Night. (laughs) I love that
0: Well. Adding the word Halloween makes it an official Halloween special, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> that stuff used to air on, like, Cartoon Network and TBS all the time. I haven't seen it in years, though. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you, can, you can't come close to the, the original Doc, um, Chuck Jones Grinch. That's just the best one.
1: Yeah, it's so good.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, let's move on to Darkwing Duck. And so, like I said, uh, issue two of Joe Books... Um, Orange is the New Purple Part 2, which came out um, May 2016. Uh, Before we dive into the story, uh, Tiffany, what does issue two's cover look like?
1: Um, It's Darkwing, and he's in a prison cell grasping at the bars. And there's a bunch of red glowing eyes behind him. And he's looking very nervous. Very simple. Yeah. What do you think of it? Um, I like it. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it's just simple.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's really not much to say. Yeah, it it serves its purpose. It's it's adequate. It isn't bad at all. It's a nice Silvani cover, and that's it. So <laughs> over to the story. I'm gonna say, in terms of uh, this middle issue, in terms of the story arc, um, a lot of great stuff in the middle. Not a huge fan of the very beginning and the very end. Um, i do not a big fan of this first page, which I guess is needed for exposition, but I don't like that they keep making up new news reporters. Yeah. They really need to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I miss Tom Lockjaw. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I think it's the only recurring Darkwing character that they have not referenced in this comic.
1: I wonder why.
0: <laughs> it's maybe the idea is he retired at some point in the past year before <laughs> Quackworks, and they hired some new guys.
1: The only person in the universe that aged and retired.
0: <laughs> maybe. Maybe he was replaced by a crime bot too. So, our new news reporter is what's this guy's name?
1: Derp Derpson. Derp. Derfson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think back when Darkwing was new as a show, the word derpy was actually around yet.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but here we have Derp Derfson. He's a lion, a puma. Yeah,
1: kind of looks like a lion, but he I- looks
0: he looks a bit like a uh, Pete Puma with like oh, a yeah. big a big pompadour haircut.
1: <laughs> yeah. What a whole <laughs> lot of lumps.
0: Uh, <laughs> Uh, So anyway, the main thing here is we get in the exposition about what's going on inside the prison. And the main joke is this idiot keeps getting Launchpad's name wrong. Yeah. I mean, if this opening scene didn't happen, we wouldn't see Launchpad at all. So I guess it's kind of nice this Mm -hmm. part is even happening. But um, I don't know. It's not doing much for me. They're really pushing these news reporter characters. They're trying to make, like... Dip Dobson and Chip Dipson or Durf Derfson, whatever their names are. <laughs> They're trying to make these things happen and it's just not working for
1: me. <laughs> Agreed. Um,
0: I will say the Launchpad name joke is clearly a reference because they were doing that way back in DuckTales. I think in Double O duck um, the leader of um, whatever the name of that organization was, um, was calling Launchpad the wrong name. And I think mm-hmm. Hooter did that in Heavy Mental, too. I know oh, they were calling yeah. him Launch Air and Lunch Pale and stuff like that. Yep. I know Jay Gander called him Stamp Pad. <laughs> so that's happening here. Um, he's calling him Pale McQuaid, <laughs> and then he calls him um leg cramp McCrack. <laughs> <laughs> It's funnier to say it, actually. Leg cramp McCracken. (laughs) He's going to go to the prison to bring Dagwood Dog a hero sandwich. (laughs) Messing up what Launchpad was talking about about Darkwing Duck. (laughs) I guess it's funny, but I don't know. It would have
1: worked better in the cartoon.
0: Yeah, I'm just not feeling derp Derpson at all, really. (laughs) I guess with a funny voice, he might have been just fine. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> again, I'm just thinking Pete Puma, or even even Wildcat from uh, a lot uh, Tailspin would've been funny with the <laughs> same, same kind of voice. You know, get Pat Frawley in just to do that voice again. Well, anyway, anyway, so that sequence is over. The rest of the issue takes place in the prison, um, where it's where it's really an orgy of Darkwing Duck villains. Yeah, a lot of obscure ones too. The very first panel, who do we see? The cheese gang. <laughs> the cheese gang. So that that um solidifies that that character we saw last issue was a cheese gang member. Yeah. Do you think anybody remembers these guys or even what episode they were from? I don't quick, what episode were they from? Uh
1: I don't remember.
0: See? <laughs> <laughs> just just not to leave you hanging, they were from um Star Cross Circuits.
1: Oh.
0: Which is an episode most they people prom. don't remember anyway.
1: Yeah, later episode.
0: I don't understand why you have a gang of rats when that's kind of like Megavolt's got the same kind of look.
1: Yeah.
0: So anyway, you, you do see the cheese gang. They've tied up a bunch of people. I don't know who these people are supposed to be. Maybe like the people who were there for the ribbon cutting? Yeah. But speaking of obscure, the next seat, uh, next panel, wow. really. We're not going to go panel super, by panel, but I feel like we're going to. <laughs> What were you gonna say?
1: Super obscure this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we have a few panels. You see, um, Camille Chameleon. We see Ample Grime. We see One Shot. We see Constance.
1: But Isn't who's that in... Bianca? Huh? That's not Bianca. Uh,
0: oh, actually, you're right. That is Bianca Beakley. But who's the main one in the in the big panel?
1: Um, she's a character from one of those Golden Books that was never an episode that had the robot puppies, and I don't. Remember her name.
0: Animatronic.
1: Okay. That's a pretty good name. <laughs> I think
0: we, yeah, it really is. We went over her in the episode she appeared in. It was in Like Blunt. She was created yeah. for the show, but they never actually wrote an episode for her. It wasn't even that they wrote an episode and they didn't get made. They just never got around to putting her in an episode, period. So if it wasn't for the Golden Book, she never would have shown up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um, so Negaduck's watching what's going on on the monitors, hanging out with him as Tuscanini and uh, Chrono Duck. Yeah. And so, what happens here?
1: So, um, she, there, uh, Darkwing in the last issue was supposed to have 30 minutes, but Negaduck's going to speed up the process and doesn't care. And um, wait, what does he do? Oh, he, like, makes an announcement to Darkwing Duck. Um,
0: (laughs) Who starts talking back to the announcement, even though it's a one-way intercom. In
1: in true Darkwing fashion, he starts talking back dramatically, and Negaduck says, "Um, I bet you're probably babbling back at this, like, not realizing that it's a one-way speaker. He's like, well, I do now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He goes, right, moron.
1: (laughs) And then I love this next part. Obviously, I'm going to love this next part. Of course you do. (laughs) It's also just kind of just done well.
0: (laughs) Okay, go for it. You take over.
1: So he's in a a laundry room, Darkwing, and you see him tiptoeing slowly, and then he hears.
0: Notice, by the way, they have the new thing with him that he's carrying two gas guns.
1: Yeah, (laughs) double gas guns.
0: That's That's a brand new thing for this comic.
1: Um, and, yeah, he starts to hear the um, faucet running. And, of course, Liquidator pops out of it. And you get perfect Liquidator dialogue. <laughs>
0: Friends, are you tired of this? And notice when he says his name, there's a little trademark insignia next yeah. to it.
1: <laughs>
0: Took them long enough to think of that.
1: <laughs> and he starts hitting him. The action is really great in this. All the art in this part is amazing. You see him like sliding on the water on the next page, and he shoots um, sponges at him. But all it does is go straight through liquidator. (laughs) Well,
0: they're not big enough. Yeah. (laughs) Darkwing didn't go to that store that sells giant household items. What was he doing?
1: (laughs) And you get a really nice Darkwing face of him.
0: <laughs> yeah the little grin
1: Yep.
0: oh it's really well drawn
1: yeah and um, then he notices that there's a bunch of soap detergent bottles cause he's in the laundry room and knocks over a shelf of detergent on top of liquidator and says later liquidator and remember no more tears
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so awesome perfect liquidator dialogue advertising dialogue
0: <laughs> he says, it's in my eyes. It is my eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great.
0: So I guess this next scene must be um, a Star Wars reference.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because he got uh, Darkwing jumps down the garbage disposal and lands in a heap of muck. And little eyeballs start popping up out of the muck. And that is such a Star Wars reference right there.
1: Yeah, just like that trash compactor scene.
0: Well, you know, if it wasn't enough of a hint, he does say, I've got a bad feeling about this.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: So, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, which villain pops up next?
1: Muckduck, the mystery villain that no one knows why he exists.
0: <laughs> Great drawing, though.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And it
0: took like it took like five or six pages to get the title of the issue. It shows up now. Yeah. That took long enough. Um, I do feel like if Muck Duck, this particular one-page panel, had been in Boom, he would have been covered in garbage that were Disney references. Totally. Because <laughs> there were things stuck in his body, but not a single one references anything. And I'd love to know the story why sylvani so stopped doing that i i have a feeling it wasn't a choice but yeah. that's just me so while darkwing is tangling with muck duck we get like the longest bit with tuscanini we're ever going to get in this comic
1: <laughs>
0: but it's so tuscanini
1: yeah <laughs> and he's watching and yeah end of modern times
0: <laughs> yes he mentions found footage yeah. And uh, which is very Blair Witch Project. Um, but uh, he, um, you hear Tuscanini. this will be the greatest motion picture of my career. You hear it.
1: Yep. The demise
0: <laughs> of Darkwing Duck. Um, <laughs> yep. So as he's talking and bragging about himself, and <laughs> Chrono Duck says, You've been car- incarcerated for quite a while, haven't you? <laughs> Goslin is crawling through the vents. You know, you can't really do that in real life. Like, every cartoon makes you think you can. You can't <laughs> actually do that. They won't support your weight. And so Goslin's crawling around, and she even makes a comment that she's glad the air vents are just big enough to crawl around in. And who does she encounter?
1: Lilliput. <laughs> Lilliput!
0: <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, making, he's making helmets out of tinfoil. Yep. So we don't really see much of him just yet. Meanwhile, Darkwing's being chased by Muckduck. Who does he encounter during the chase?
1: Ammonia Pine mopping the floor.
0: (laughs) We know how this is going to (laughs) end.
1: And he says, thanks for the freshly waxed floors. And he swoops and slides underneath, like in between her legs and out.
0: And she looks up just in time to see.
1: Muck duck and splorch crashes directly into her.
0: And the drawing, like of his face <laughs> just yeah. smashing into her body.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's, really drawing.
0: <laughs> it looks unpleasant. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Goslin's fighting Lilyput. And it turns out, like, he's like a third of her size.
1: Yeah, really small.
0: And she's able to put her hand on his head. And he's like that doing that thing where he can't quite reach her because she's she's <laughs> holding him in place. and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with his Charles Nelson Riley voice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I always wonder why he didn't come back. I think you could probably could have done more with a character who talks to ants. Cause I feel like as dopey and stupid as he is, you at least kind of remember him, yeah, even even if it's to make fun of him. Like, yeah, he's not a great villain, but everyone talks about how stupid he is. So he's got some recognition. Anyway, she stops him by wrapping him up in tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, and now I remember why Dad never talks about this guy. <laughs> um, So what happens next? We check back in on who?
1: On Mortimer. And Who he-
0: does he see?
1: He's like in the lower levels of the prison and sees that. Um, you just see like three shadowy figures in cells. You're not really sure yet who they are. <laughs> and um, one of the ones he walks up to it. Wait, do they reveal it here or do you just Well, know? you
0: could tell who it is. They okay. don't say his name, but if you're yeah. following Dark Ring comics, you know who this guy is. Yeah.
1: So it's obviously Fluffy.
0: <laughs> Minus the lisp. Yeah. Don't know why they stopped that, but it makes his dialogue easier to listen, to hear.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, um, he thinks Mortimer's a guard at first, and he tells him he's not, and he recognizes him as Cat Tankerous. Yep. And they have some dialogue where he, Fluffy tells him that he can, um... He wants to help him be bad and...
0: Tap into his hate.
1: Yeah, and it looks like he's agreeing and falling for it.
0: I wonder... I, I had such a hard time hearing a voice for Fluffy in my head. When he had the lisp, I kept thinking Sylvester the cat. But now I have nothing. I wish I could think of something in my head for, for Fluffy. Yeah. And but- So, anyway... This isn't going to end well. (laughs) Spoiler alert, we never do find out what happens. But, you know, that's because this poor comic was canceled. Bring Um, it back. (laughs) Bring it back, yeah. Well, it's it's been a while. The longer we go, the less hope I have. But anyway, though, we do get something that made me very happy when I first read this. Actual DuckTales Beagle Boys. Yep. One panel, though, um, which is better than nothing... Darkwing's tying up um, Burger, Big Time, and Bouncer. I wish Burger talked, like, said something about how he was hungry. Let's get back to prison so <laughs> I can have dessert or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a good enough drawing that Silvani even remembered Bouncer's missing a tooth. Yep. So really good. I can even hear it. Like, I, I can hear Big Time saying, let's go to St. Kennard's, you said. It'll be like taking candy from a baby, you said. Totally. Then <laughs> I can hear Bouncer going, how was I supposed to know stealing candy gets you five of a ten in this berg? I can hear it. <laughs> yep. You know what? It, it it doesn't 100% make up for the nonsense we got in Dangerous Currency, but I do like that they were accurate with it. So go Silvani. I really appreciate it. Um, so, Launchpad shows up. Or is it Launchpad?
1: A suspicious-looking Launchpad. <laughs>
0: Why is he suspicious?
1: Because his eyes are yellow.
0: Yeah, his eyes are yellow. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Launchpad shows up and he starts spouting some exposition about how he got in the prison. And Darkman kind of blows it off and gives him a, a crime fighting, you know, a little book to look at um, to help him get in through the um, the electronic lock, basically. Yeah. He wants to. He wants him to help him read it. And then what happens?
1: And he says, simply slide the servo switch to the sensor.
0: And so Darkwing turns around, shoves a gas gun in his mouth, and fires it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny drawing. In a really
1: ridiculous drawing.
0: <laughs> launchpad with a giant inflated head. Yeah. But of course it's not Launchpad. We know who it is. Yep. Who is it?
1: It's Camille. <laughs>
0: And how did Darkwing know it wasn't Launchpad? What does he say?
1: Um, wait, what page are you on?
0: <laughs> he says, Launchpad doesn't do exposition.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's
0: cool. As, But, of course, as Darkwing's talking, Camille turns into a sumo wrestler? <laughs> yeah. And I'm Dark- uh, I'm a little confused about what happens in this part.
1: Yeah, it's a little weird. What happens? It seems like something's missing. She She's, like, turned into, like, a Darkwing Duck sumo wrestler.
0: Like, why is she a Darkwing Duck sumo wrestler? Yeah,
1: I don't know. And she smashes him, and there's, like, purple splatters all over the place, which is also a little confusing. Like, it's really messy. <laughs>
0: like, Darkwing... Can be, there are dark, like we discussed literally the last issue. You can do crazy things to Darkwing's body, even like burn to ash. But I think turning him into splatters of goo might be a little too far.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird.
0: Because she got like his buttons on one of her hands, his eyes on her other hand, his tie is splattered on the wall. It's <laughs> kind of graphic in a, in a really cartoony kind of way.
1: Yeah, like if you colored it red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, the death of Darkwing Duck. Um, so really weird. Um, I'm not going to dwell on it because we get a pretty cool scene next with some references and we're back to Negaduck. Um, we get um, uh, Cemenhead again. He's pounding a hole into the ground and he says, this is a pretty good plan, Negaduck. May I have to tell you that. <laughs> um, and you got Megavolt standing there with a with a helmet with a hard hat on his helmet. Yeah. Like he really needs it.
1: Yeah, he already and, is wearing a helmet.
0: <laughs> and he wants to get he wants to get going. He wants to do something. Megavolt's getting impatient. Um, and then along comes a character I'm going to guarantee most people reading this had no idea who he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so along comes a character named Pokerface. He walks in holding Mortimer. Nagaduck doesn't know who this is. And he says, Pokerface, hey, they made a comic about me. (laughs) And what does Nagaduck say?
1: (laughs) Sure, they did.
0: (laughs) Um, I've read the comic like once. I don't remember too much about it, apart from the fact that Pokerface comes up with this serum or something that makes people want to (laughs) gamble. But the Disney Adventures Darkwing comics were really, really strange, um, which we've illustrated whenever we reviewed them. Um, in fact, Will and Stan reviewed the comic Poker Face was in, and that's going we're going to drop that sooner or later. Probably not until we're done with Joe Books. Um, but I don't even remember what issue of Disney Adventures he was even in. But, you know, decent reference. Glad to see him. Obscure, but whatever. So what happens next, Tiff?
1: So Negaduck wonders what Mortimer is there for. And he says, I want to be bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that sounds good. Not suspicious at all, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So meanwhile, Darkwing and Camille are fighting. She's back in her usual, you know, form. You know, she's wearing a prison outfit, but still. Yeah. And then what does she turn into? Well, really, who does she turn
1: into? (laughs) She turns into Ursula, basically.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically, right? Yep. Um, And starts to strangle Darkwing and stretch his body out. Um, Great drawing the first time she strangles him with the tongue sticking out. And the bulging eyes. They are definitely taking advantage in Joe books of him being a cartoon character way more than Boom ever did. Yep. And it just feels a lot more like the show. And I really... Again, I really appreciate it. Uh, how does he defeat her?
1: He puts a bunch of Quackburn's fast heating ouchy strips all over her.
0: Because what did we learn about her in comma Chameleon*?
1: About. Um, Camille. Heat, heat, will make her go crazy.
0: Yes, it speeds up her metabolism. Yeah. Um, so in the next panel, Darkwing also, he mentions you got an endorsement, and he says they're available at webgreens pharmacies Pharmacy. <laughs> so obviously a Walgreens. Um, are you a Walgreens or a CVS girl?
1: Probably CVS.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I like Walgreens a little bit more. Okay, so, you know, not to get off topic, topic Walmart or Target?
1: Uh, huh. I don't know. I probably like, I probably end up shopping more at Walmart, but... I hate Walmart as a company, so it's a little hard to make a decision between the two. It's hard when
0: they're so cheap.
1: Yeah, I'd rather shop at Target if I can.
0: (laughs) Anyway, digression over. Um, Camille goes crazy and basically turns into every Darkwing Duck character who we haven't seen yet. Some really deep cuts. Um, Nine of them to be exact, so we should go (laughs) over each of them. Two of them gave me a hard time, um, yeah. but we'll start from the beginning. The first one is who?
1: Comet guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ho, ho. That <laughs> one was easy. Uh, the big chin and the helmet, obviously. The second one got me. Who's the second one?
1: Um, It's one of the hats from Brain Teasers.
0: Yeah, and- it's Flarg.
1: Oh, Flarg. Okay. <laughs>
0: But um, it threw me off because like the the um the band of the hat looks like Beagle Boy prison
1: mask. Yep, totally. That's what I was thinking too. Which and also because it's white, it looks kind of like Jack Jack too, in a way.
0: <laughs> if it was green, I think I would have gotten it right away. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Beelzebub.
1: Yeah. Right? Yep, for sure. Right,
0: okay. Okay, just just making sure because I, it's it's got a little helmet on or something that he didn't wear. So
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's definitely Beelzebub. Who's the next one? Lamont. <laughs> well, the king, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The, oh, Lamont was a little Lamont, brother. The,
1: the brother. Yeah, yeah. The king. <laughs> Isn't it
0: weird how he has a beak and a dog nose?
1: Yeah, it looks like he has a mouth and a beak.
0: Really, really. There's a beak's coming out of his mouth.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's definitely the king. Yeah. The middle one is Thaddeus Rockwell. Yep. <laughs> Duh. And who's the sixth one?
1: Not off, I guess.
0: <laughs> That's the other one I didn't know. Like, the ears look Isn't just the, like Stitch.
1: Yeah, the colors are weird. I was thinking um, the Chihuahua, I forget his name, from Oliver and you Tito. 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 You know?
0: If he was Nodoff's colors, I would have gotten it right away.
1: Yeah. Again. Uh, kind of the same thing with Beelzebub, too.
0: What about the next one?
1: That is ordinary guy.
0: Ordinary guy. <laughs> ordinary guy. Um, again, a human nose with a duck beak.
1: Yep. It's really weird.
0: I I think all things considered the next one's probably the most obscure. Yeah. And that's Banana Boy from Mutancy on the Bouncy.
1: Yep. What a
0: dumb episode. <laughs> What a dumb episode. I guess, you know, they haven't referenced everybody. The rubber chicken hasn't shown up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the final one is Wacko. Yep. Obviously, not Wacko Warner, it's Wacko the alien from When Aliens Collide.
1: With another um, beak in the middle of his nose.
0: <laughs> he must have really had fun drawing this, and every panel has a crazy background. Mm <laughs> hmm. And so basically Camille eventually transforms down into like a a pile of slime, which I would have thought she would have turned back into a lizard, but whatever, you know what? I don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, But what doesn't Darkwing notice going on behind him?
1: That the heating pads are right by, um, uh, wait, wait, Isis. Yes. (laughs) Forgot her name. Isis Vanderchill. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she, she's, she's gonna get her moment in the sun next issue <laughs> she's coming back guys I know you love her I know you love her just wait next week Um, so we're back to Negaduck and who wants to get rid of Mortimer so Megavolt almost gets a moment to do something nasty but then what does Mortimer do to him
1: he steps on his foot and starts pulling his whiskers <laughs>
0: Megavolt says that was mean, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Negaduck likes that. He, he enjoys other people suffering. Although Chrono Duck shows up and tells him that Negaduck better get up there because there's something he's gonna want to see. We'll yeah. Catch up with them in a moment. Uh, we see Darkwing having already defeated Ample Grime. A battle I'm okay that I did not see, because I can't stand <laughs> that character either. <laughs> uh, anyway, she should team up with Muck Duck. Yeah. So, this what happens next, if? This is interesting.
1: So, Darkwing hears prison guards and um, is kind of relieved, walks up to them, and they all start attacking him. And they grab him and drag him to an area where you see another villain um, who has them all zombified, and we see that it is suffrage.
0: (laughs) Although she tells him that name is old news. Just like he's about to be. (laughs) Uh, They also whack him over the head, and in a daze, he says, no, Launchpad, it was one of your more successful landings, I think. (laughs) And, yeah, it's suffrage. Um... She has a water jug over her head.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I waited long enough to give my theory on who Suffrage actually is. I really do think Suffrage is supposed to be Morgana. Yeah. I think... See, they never explained it, and I think they were going to eventually, but I think, this is my theory, it would be really funny if I'm right. I guess there's no way of knowing, though. Um, <laughs> if after she basically poofed herself fighting Duckthulu. She went into some sort of crazy trance and lost her memory and became Constance and has enough of her memories to have a crush on Darkwing and call him Dark. Yeah. And the weird suffrage dome and the helmet and the you know, the water cooler thing she's wearing now are to disguise her face. Because her face is Morgana with a different haircut. Yep. Like, there is no way I think they would have come up with her and made her look that much like Morgana and have her call him Dark if it wasn't going to be Morgana.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too.
0: And they're paying so much attention to her in the next issue, too. I feel like it has to be, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: This, This is why we need more comics, because... I want to know what is more than anything else. I want to know what is up with Morgana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't quack. I don't care about what Quacker Jack's doing. I don't care what Negaduck's next move was going to be. <laughs> I just want to know what the plan was for Morgana. It's such a question in my mind. Yeah. I know, as a Morgana fan, you feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we finally close on another obscure Darkwing comic reference. <laughs> Because um, when Negada comes back in the control room, Tuscany points out a villain named Rapid Rabbit, Rabbit Racer, who yep. falls before he can run because, excuse me, Goslin tied his shoelaces together. Rabbit Racer was from a very early Disney Adventures Darkwing comic. That one was called Slip Sliding Away. So they are really using everybody. And Negaduck gets mad. He gets right in their faces, Chronoduck and Tuscanini. And he threatens to push, he threatens to attack him with his chainsaw. <laughs> and wrap up the issue, Tiffany, how does this end?
1: Um, so they point out that Goslin tied his shoelaces and um, has been sabotaging things all throughout the prison. You see Negaduck. Say Goslin. That's a really cool drawing of him. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: <laughs> this is great. Let me, hold on. So Tuscanini says, clearly, this is a casting <laughs> error, ruining several critical scenes. And Negaduck jumps on his face and goes, Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he makes an announcement on the PA to bring Goslin back alive.
0: And he says his last last line is, that little girl is mine. The reason why I said I'm not a big fan of the last page is only because it's a little out of character for Negatuck to, like, call Goslin by name. I get in the comics he knows more about Darkwing's personal life because of what happened. Um, But it's still weird to see him, any villain, Say her name and target her specifically. Yeah. Like, did any villain on the show ever use her name? Ever? <laughs> Could you think of a single one? No. <laughs> like, I don't think any of them even called, except for Mega Vault. I don't think anybody even said Launchpad's name, let alone Goslin. <laughs> so it's weird when someone says Goslin like that. You know, it's really it's interesting. Um. I think in, I think this was supposed to lead to, like, a negaverse thing, that he remembers a goslin from where he was. All these plot points that we're going to get back to, probably, we'll never know. Um, but, great issue. Um, you know, next week we'll do part three, where we get even more villains, lots more fun, basically. So, um, Tiffany, how do you want to rate this one?
1: Um, I would rate it...
0: Okay, that is a full gas gun canister lower than last week for you. Why is that?
1: Um, I don't know, it's just not, it's I don't want to say it's filler, but it's kind of just like not much happens in it.
0: <laughs> well, it's just fighting basically,
1: yeah. But,
0: but if it cool. was the show, I wouldn't have complained, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's so many, so much good stuff in this one. Like the dialogue is so good. Like Once again,
0: can, yeah, you can hear it all.
1: Yeah, like all the characters are just written perfectly. And the art is amazing. Yeah. As always. Just a little bit to like not enough stuff happening.
0: Yeah, I'm not going a full five, but I'm going to give it a four and a half. Only because. The opening, eh, you know, I'm not going to deduct points for the opening that I wasn't too fond of, but I feel like when they can't have the characters fight Megavolt, Quackerjack, Bushroot, or Steel Beacon an issue, they're pulling out like the, ter- like, the, like the like the C-list villains for Darkwing to fight right now. And so it starts it starts really great with Liquidator, but then we get to the point where it's ample Grime and a hint of Isis Vanderchill. So it's like, yeah, it's fun, but I feel like it could have been bigger, you know? Yeah. The, the next one I think is Better Fights, but that's just me. Um, but still, Four and a Half is great because the yeah. art is fantastic. The characters sound like themselves. Megavolt's in character. It's kind of fun to see Tuscanini, and he, he yeah. sounds exactly <laughs> like he should. Um, mm-hmm. So it's fun. This is really... This this is really as good as I wish all the Boom comics had been. I'm Act glad the, that they did these.
1: I should have rated it a little higher for doing Liquidator right.
0: <laughs> that was, they did him really good in this comic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm really glad for that. Um, so that puts this one behind us. Um. Of course, as we always do, do you have an episode we could do a mini review of?
1: yeah i was gonna say comma chameleon
0: (laughs) fine okay (laughs) go for it
1: um i i love this episode it's um it's pretty simple but it works really well i love all the animation in it is great that's like the thing that i love about it
0: disney japan man
1: yeah and the backgrounds. And I think Camille is an awesome character. I mean, she's basically Mystique. <laughs> and you can't go wrong with a character like that.
0: Why I like this episode, again, like you said, it's the animation mainly. I feel like there's nothing special about it. I think it'd be pretty lower tier if it was like a Sun Wu show. It would not be very distinctive. But just having that, disney japan sheen on it brings Mm -hmm. it to a higher level than i think the script deserved so it kind of brings it toward the higher part of the pack just because it looks so nice yeah and it's i have an interesting relationship with it because it just like many other episodes that i love that have all the best animation it was a saturday morning show And because so many of those went to Japan or Australia, they all seem so special when you woke up on a Saturday morning to watch them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Like if I woke up on a Saturday morning and I had to watch Heavy Mental or (laughs) any of the first week of Sun Wu shows or like some of the later Wang or Hano episodes... It wouldn't have been as fun, but to wake up on a Saturday morning at like 9 a.m., turn on Darkwing, and see something like this with the animations totally off the rails, it made waking up for Darkwing Duck worth it. Yep. And I don't know if there are any Darkwing fans who only watched them Saturday mornings. I doubt it. (laughs) But I can't imagine anybody who—I think think Will's in this category— only watched him on the disney afternoon and then caught all the first season saturday mornings later Mm. like that must be a complete like it blows your mind to see some of these episodes for the first i would i would imagine yeah i i don't think my opinion of darkwing would have been as high if i didn't see all the saturday morning ones could you imagine not seeing negaduck fungus among us it's Battle of the Brain Teasers, Brush with Oblivion, <laughs> this one, Tiff of the Titans, that sinking feeling. Could you imagine just not having seen any of those?
1: No. <laughs>
0: like, those are the best episodes. I don't yeah. know what ABC was doing when they chose the episodes, but they picked the best ones. Yeah. And for this one, not in terms of writing, but the animation totally. And it, all the best stuff is in the last act. Yep. Like, from everything from Darkwing getting smashed by the safe to the very end goes to like all the best animators. Yeah. Like Launchpad hitting them with the mallet and then Camille hitting <laughs> them with the mallet. Like that's such great stuff. And then Camille's um, freak out at the end, just bouncing oh, all yeah. over <laughs> the scenery, transforming. Like yeah, that's amazing. So that's really great stuff. I just love the Disney Japan look. What they switched to those animators, like Darkwing is a little janky with the long arms and the giant beak, but the movements are great. Yeah, like just the finger wiggle that Disney Japan always did. Mm-hmm. Just the expressive walks, <laughs> the expressive face movements, and the, the way the face pops or expressions when the Disney Japan characters get surprised. And Launchpad by Disney Japan, like when he walks, those arms just. <laughs> Move everywhere with those tiny feet, like they had. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Honker subplot.
1: I was gonna. Say very... I kind of like that because I don't know, like Honker doesn't get enough. I don't know attention. But it's
0: very divorced from the main plot until the very end. Like it doesn't really come together as well for me.
1: Yeah, it's definitely separate from the main plot.
0: And before we wrap this one up, there's an animation mistake I always, uh, it's hard to ignore it. Uh, We know, of course, that whenever Camille turns into a character, she has yellow eyes and like kind of green bags under the eyes. There's one part where um, Goslin's watching TV and they color her like she's Camille.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah, I know.
0: And it drives me crazy because it's like, how did nobody catch that?
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's like that and those the NegaDuck mistakes are always like, come on, that's like such a important thing to make sure you don't get wrong.
0: I mean, it <laughs> could be worse. Have you seen the old Ninja Turtle cartoon lately? No. Yeah, no, that's just... I watched just... like
1: a little mini documentary on YouTube about it, but I haven't watched the actual show in a really long time.
0: The Turtles always had their masks colored wrong. But two Leonardos, <laughs> three Raphaels. Like... <laughs> Darkwing wasn't so bad in comparison. Um but yeah, I had a feeling you were gonna mention this one because Camille was in this issue. Yeah. Really great one. And again, I love episodes where Darkwing's a punching bag. Where he is a <laughs> yeah. true cartoon character. I mean he gets sucked into a printing press, he gets stepped on, he gets flattened multiple times. Like that he's
1: press is so ultra animated. <laughs>
0: I love any episode where it's just, you don't know what kind of cartoony pratfall is going to happen to him next. Yeah. Like, again, just like Jailbird last week. Another episode I like for that reason is um, Can't Buy You Love, where he's a, just a complete cartoon character. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I do love how the episode slows down to show the path he takes as a newspaper all the way to some guy's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> And, like, that must have taken hours to get delivered. But then he comes back to the the newspaper factory as if he never left. Yeah. And Launchpad's like, where have you been? (laughs) Oh, I've been out of circulation.
1: (laughs) Launchpad's just waiting there the whole time.
0: (laughs) So that one's fun. I do love this episode. So uh, until next week, uh, we are the Saint on Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all podcast apps. Uh, any basically anywhere you listen to your podcast. Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify. I think I already said that. <laughs> uh, Pandora, Pocket Cash, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, like everything. Um, and join, you can also join our communities on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. I don't know if all of those are still running, but <laughs> we do have them. Um, and Tiff, where can the fans find you? Or do you have anything you wanna plug?
1: Um, yeah, my Instagram is at TiffanySilverBron and at RagerDattingGertie and, and my YouTube channels are um, at or Carnytube and Me.
0: Once in a while, you and your fiancé post some really funny things. <laughs> so I, I do say people should check out our YouTube channels. They're really, they're really funny. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, until next week, guys, um, I guess... Stay dangerous. Bye. This is a really good podcast. Have I ever told you that? (laughs) Doesn't hurt to say it again.
1: (laughs) Good night, guys.